Welcome to Walking His Way Podcast, where we'll explain what Jesus told us to teach each other to obey if we would choose to walk His way. My name is Don Fanning. Is religion supposed to make us feel good and happy all the time? Well, what's the difference between being happy and rejoicing always? Uh, the difference is going to surprise you. Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians 5.16, Always rejoice. By divine mandate, all believers must learn to rejoice in every kind of situation, regardless of what it may be. Any negative or judgmental spirit reflects a, a low regard for the authority of scriptures and casts suspicion on the character of God and leads inevitably to sinful disobedience and rebellion. Paul faced many kinds of turmoil, frustration, and threats against him while, quote, serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears and trials, which happened to him by the plotting of the Jews in Acts 20, verse 19. This is hardly the environment for rejoicing. Yet this was precisely when his rejoicing could have a meaningful impact. Paul said that the believer lives above his situation, where continual joy abounds. He said, suffering yet always rejoicing. 2 Corinthians 6.10 Some of our calamities are caused by our own ignorance or stubbornness or pride or impatience or, or impulsiveness. But some circumstances are beyond our control. For the Christian, a deep sense of victory is rooted in his bond to Jesus Christ, who conquered death and all the evils of this life. Nothing can ever change our relationship with the King of Kings, according to Romans eight twenty-eight through 30 In your presence is fullness of joy, David wrote, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 16, verse 11. When the Philippian jailer believed in Christ, he did so with all of his household. It says he rejoiced, having believed in God with all his household. Acts 16, 34. This is after he was about to commit suicide. His personal joy was magnified when all his family and servants heard the gospel, and believed. This joy is not from this world, but, quote, through whom also we, Paul writes, rejoice in hope of the glory of God, Romans 5.2. That is, when Christ will be revealed, that's when the glory of God is manifested. I can't wait. That's going to be an incredible day. <laughs> Peter explained it best this way. The genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise and honor and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, 
the salvation of your souls. 1 Peter 1, verses 7 through 9. Literally, 1 Thessalonians reads, At all times, be constantly, always rejoicing. Whatever your situation, know that God is in control, and His purpose for you is beyond your imagination. It may not be realized in this life, but it certainly will in the next. Rejoice in His promise, always. Pray like this, Lord, please cause my faith to continue to grow and and give me the understanding I need to be able to rejoice in any circumstance that you allow to come my way. May I not disparage your character by becoming upset, feeling sorry for myself, or when things go wrong. May my trust for you always bring rejoicing. Well, thank you for listening, and some of you probably need this encouragement more than others. But let us all take heart that rejoicing is not an option for us. We have to learn to focus on the reality of our life with Christ. And this life is but a pilgrimage that we're all passing through. Share it with someone else and use it to encourage them. And if you'd like more of my materials, you can check out my website at www.donfanning.com. You can ask a question there or leave a comment. Until next time, may God bless you as together we learn to walk His way.